Hi all, welcome to the first edition of uh, Cultivating Connections. Uh, in this podcast, we explore all sorts of trends and best practices in education, a bit of marketing, a bit of technology, uh, thinking of ways that we can equip people with the skills that they need for, um, to, for a healthy life. So today I'm at the ASHA convention. It's the American School Health Association. We're here in St. Louis uh, and getting a chance to meet people from across the U.S. who work in health education. So I attended a couple of interesting presentations this morning focused on some work people were doing both in North Carolina and in Colorado to find ways to integrate common core standards which teachers are held to uh, and students are held to uh, and health education. So in both of those examples uh, they explored a number of different ways of integrating math, literature, social studies, uh, to teach all sorts of subjects in um, health, wellness, safety, personal choices. Uh, So it was a really interesting look at um, using specifically uh, children's literature uh, to teach really important life skills. So um, one of the people who spoke this morning um, Described the book use um, or described the book No Dragons for Tea, and in that in that book uh, it actually uh, prompts discussions and allows teachers to talk about fire safety uh, in their classrooms. Another one she mentioned was uh, Personal Space Camp, uh, which I haven't read before. Interested in uh, getting hold of that one, uh, and where it teaches kids their boundaries, their personal space, and other people's personal space, uh, and then following that up with a physical activity to get them moving and to get them practicing and applying what they've known, what they know. Uh, they also talked about uh, a book called This is the Way We Eat Our Lunch, uh, a way to look at foods from around the world uh, and uh, appreciate the different cultures and diversity that are in today's classrooms. In math, uh, one of the examples that she gave was looking at Uh, beverages and having students, uh, I believe she said this was fourth or fifth grade, kind of compare based on the nutrition facts, the label, uh, the grams of sugar, the calories, uh, and then creating bar graphs out of those, um, out of the information that they're able to, uh, to glean from the nutrition facts label. Uh, she mentioned a couple of different resources. Um, one was uh, an online book called Medicine is Not Candy from the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. Uh, and it's a great way to um, launch conversations with kids about medicines, about where they might come across those in their home, and what to do if they uh, do find themselves um, coming across something that they're, they're not supposed to be in uh, or have questions about. Uh, there's also a lesson um, that she shared uh, about refusal skills. So thinking about um, 
drug, alcohol, uh, being able to uh, stand up to pressures uh, to try those things and looking at uh, the marketing of alcohol. Uh, so using role playing uh, and improv to really put into practice some of those refusal skills uh, can go a long way, I think, in uh, really setting kids up for success when those situations do arrive. Uh, in her uh, kind of takeaways uh, in, in both um, the work being done in Colorado and in North Carolina, they realized that teachers need simplicity. That was one example, one uh, takeaway, uh, and that they like to adapt material. So the more that you can give materials in Word uh, or versus a PDF or both or uh, a PowerPoint in which they can adapt for their, for their key audiences, uh, the more successful they were in uh, using them. So uh, I think that's, that's one uh, really important point is to give teachers uh, really simple materials that can be adapted if needed. And the other piece was taking it beyond just lesson planning and uh, giving teachers and students materials, uh, but really building in performance-based assessments. So how can you take what you've known or take what you've learned and really put that into practice. Uh, and I think sometimes that that is missing not only in health education, but in other um, subject areas as well. Uh, we know we can't just fill kids up uh, with lots and lots of information and expect um, that they're able to apply that uh, and then we'll remember. So uh, when they're creating these uh, activities for students in the K through five space, each activity uh, included a performance uh, based uh, assessment. Uh, so anyways, so that's an update on today um, and the two sessions I was able to attend. Uh, I'm excited later today we are presenting uh, the five best practices for creating engaging and effective health lessons, uh, some of the work uh, and research that we've done lately with a number of our uh, nutrition education programs will um, shed some light on some of the trends uh, that we see coming out in uh, the discussions we have with uh, teachers and students uh, as we develop uh, ways to equip them with the tools they need to uh, lead healthy lives. So signing off until next time and uh, thanks for listening. Bye-bye.